Hello, everybody. Welcome. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm the host on the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, man, first of all, let me just say happy November. Uh, to those of you listening, it's 2020. Did we ever think we'd get here? That's the kind of world we're living in, right? Uh, so welcome. I'm glad you're here. All right, so today's episode, we're talking about the stories that we tell ourselves, right? Uh, We know that stories are really important, and I'm going to talk to you about the four-step process in storytelling that every single person I work with in a coaching relationship follows. Uh, I'll talk about some nuances between uh, the four steps when I work with a new client versus one who's I've been working with for a while. And then we're going to talk about different ways that you can play around with this story so that ultimately the story doesn't run your life, but you get to choose the story you're going to tell. Um, So it's going to decrease your stress, increase your peace, and give you a sense of power and control back. So I hope that that's something you want in your life. If it's not, you probably aren't going to listen to this podcast very long because honestly, that's where we're going, right? So You will want to take notes for this, especially on the four points of your story. And at the end, I'm going to give you the process of how to play around with your story. Okay. And this is one of those things I'm going to ask you to actually go out and do, uh, and to do it a few times before you reach out to me to talk to me. I definitely want to make sure that you're on the right track with this. However, I want you to practice a few times so that when you come talk to me and say, okay, Michelle, now I want help you'll know exactly what to do. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So what do the stories that you tell, tell you about yourself? Okay. So as a coach, I hear a lot of stories Every single day when I'm talking to somebody, I hear the story of what's happening, right? And that story is actually really important. So it tells me a couple things. Number one, it tells me, you know, obviously what, what your reality is through the situation, but it also tells me how you're interpreting it and where your awareness level might be. So I, in this episode, I really intend to show you a pattern I've seen hundreds of times. You might want to take notes on it too. Okay, because um, this is really important. I promise you that if you were to work with me as a coach, this is the same process that we would be working on. So I recognize that many of you probably will not come to me for one-on-one or group coaching, but I wanted to share this with you because it's a way that you can self-coach. Okay, all right. So when you're telling a story, there's usually four parts to the story. Okay, so the four parts are number one, the situation. Okay. So this is whatever your point of view is on whatever just happened. And usually it's something you want to change. So it could be an interaction between you and another person. It could be some issue at work. Um, it could be some, uh, something that you want to change in your life, like a health goal or something like that. Okay. So there's the current situation. The second thing is the interpretation So this is the interpretation of your situation. So you might tell the story of this is what the current reality is from your point of view, but the interpretation is usually, okay, this is what that means to me. 
So for example, if you come to me and you say, Hey, I I'm working on this health goal. Um, you know, I had this triggering thing happen the other day. I started overeating. That's the situation. And then the interpretation comes and you're like, Oh my goodness. Um, you know, this really is a struggle for me, right? Then the third one, which comes very quickly is the judgment part of the story. And this is what should happen. So, you know, let's say you had a trigger, you started overeating. This is a struggle for me. The judgment on that is I shouldn't do this. I should, you know, eat healthier or better. Okay. And then almost without fail, almost without fail, there's some sort of question that comes on the heel of that. And it's usually related to, you know, what do you think? Or how can you help me? Or can you help me? Okay. So this is the part where I'm being invited in. So we've got the story of the situation. We've got the interpretation, what it means to you. We've got the judgment of what you should do. And then, Hey, Michelle, please help me. Okay. Now I will tell you without fail. The next thing that usually happens from me is I put it back on the other person, which sometimes can be very, very maddening. And some of you are my coaching clients and you know this cause you felt this. Um, and the, it usually relates to what do you want from this situation? So what's your goal? What do you want to change? Now I know that in any situation or story that you're telling yourself, there's usually many different goals. There's many different ways that you could approach that. So for me as the coach to come in and say, well, you should do this. Well, first of all, that's arrogance. Um, second, that's a, a, an assumption that I know what the full situation is just from what you've told me. So I have to put it back on you to say, what do you want? Because if you tell me what you want, now I can tell you how to get there. But if I have to say, oh, you should want this and that's not what you want. Now we're just wasting time because nobody likes free advice, right? Especially if it doesn't apply to you. Now I found, um, a couple different things that happen. People who are newer to this experience of coaching, especially newer clients with me, there are a couple nuances that are very different than somebody who's been with me for a while. And I have some coaching clients, quite frankly, they've been with me for five or six years. Some of them I've been trying to lovingly release for a while. Cause I'm like, you guys just come on the phone, you do all the work. Um, but they need that space to really process that. So with new clients, I find that when they're telling these stories, the result that they want is to change the other person. Okay. Um, as they're growing, they sometimes want to understand what's happening. So maybe, okay, this happened. Help me understand that other person. And then as they're growing even more, they tend to go from, you know, this is what I want to, okay, I want to understand like the principles that are happening here and how does that apply to me? Okay. So let me give you some examples of how this is really fleshed out. So, uh, I was working with a new client not too long ago, and he is a boss of about 150 employees. He's got a leadership team of 10 people. And there's this one employee that for all intents and purposes, they're just missing the mark. Okay. There's a lot of things that are happening and this person isn't quite there yet. And so the boss was trying to figure out, do I, do I fire them or not? Okay. So long story short, as he's going through the story, um, number one, the situation, everything about the situation was something that this person did not do correctly. OK, 
Okay. The interpretation was they are the problem. Okay. And the judgment is they should do X, Y, and Z. Okay. Now, you know, that we totally understand that. And I hear that all the time. But then the next thing, that question is, how can I make them do blank, blank, blank? So you're in that situation. I'm going to treat that very differently. Okay. Because you're looking at the other person as the problem. So now I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about, um, you know, why do you think this person is the problem? What could be causing it? You know, we'll go into uh, all kinds of different questions to process that. Okay. However, the thing that I've noticed is that the problem, uh, your story is rarely right or the whole picture. Okay. You're trying to make a decision when there's not enough information. So for example, I think I've told this story before. There was a, a an early childhood administrator I was working with and uh, she had a staff member that, you know, she typically was a great staff member, um, always on time. And then in one week she was late three days in a row. And the next week she was late two more days. And based on their policy, you know, there was a, a writing up thing and then there was, you know, we've got to, um, you know, maybe release her. And I was like, okay, let's, let's back up a little bit. Did you have a conversation with her? Right? So when this person came to the coaching conversation, she had, you know, all four parts, parts of the story. And the question was, how do I fire her? And I said, Hmm, I'm not sure if that's the right question. Let's back up. How did, have you talked to her? So long story short, uh, after a couple of weeks, talked to the employee, realized this employee unbeknownst to the, the director, um, there were some serious issues that were happening in her personal life. Basically her husband, uh, left the family, took the car and all of their money out of their bank account. She's got a two and a four year old and she's got to get the kids to their different schools and then come to work. And so she was taking three buses to get everybody to where they needed to go. And so she said, listen, if the second bus is, is even five minutes late, I'm, I'm going to be late to work. It just is what it is. I can't help it right now. However, she was already in the process of getting a new car. And she said, if you can just give me a couple weeks, I'll have the new car and we'll be able to get wherever we need to go. So here she was going to release this employee without having all of the information. So her story was incomplete and think about how that would have added to that employee's life in a negative way. Right. And then Hey, now you've, you've released this employee who was amazing at what she was doing. And you've got to go through that whole process of hirings and training a new person, right? So the problem here was not that the employee was late. The problem was that you didn't have a complete story. You didn't have enough information to make a decision. Does that make sense? Okay. So, you know, we're, we're trying to examine stories here because it's the story that's causing the issue. Now, let me contrast that with several of my long-term clients. Um, they have different scenarios that they bring to the table, but it's always the same four parts. Okay. So listen to the differences of, of the, this example. So, you know, the situation, the first part, 
usually they come and they say, okay, this is the current situation. But right on the heels of that, they, they talk about the situation from different points of view. So for example, they come and they say, okay, here's the overall situation. This is what I think about it. However, I can see from this person's point of view that they might think about it like this. Okay. And then the interpretation part is that there's a, a continuum of meaning. Okay, so they bring to the table different possibilities of things that this interaction might mean. So sometimes they'll say things like, it might be that this person is struggling at home, might be that they're stressed, it might be that, you know, I, I haven't communicated well with them about my expectations. So they have all kinds of different possibilities. And then the judgment part is usually, what can I do? It's some, some sort of question related to that. So it's not judging the other person or even the situation, but what does this tell me about me and what can I do? And then, you know, the next question is usually about, okay, can you help me process this a little bit? So it's not tell me what I should do, what's the right thing to do, but let me just think about this a little bit. And I think that that's why my long-term coaching clients continue to come back, not because I'm telling them what to do, but because they just need that safe space to process and say, okay, let, let me just play around with these ideas for a little bit. And usually by the end, they've processed the whole story. They've been able to see things differently. And then we go into strategizing about what they could do. Um, and sometimes it's not even about what they need to do. It's about what do you need to focus on? What do you need to learn uh, about yourself and about others? Or even going into this, okay, this, this bothers you. Why does it bother you? Understanding that a little bit better. Um, so it's not all about changing other people. So you see, it's, it's a small shift in your thinking that makes all the difference. Okay. So my question to you is, are you getting caught up in your story? Or are you using your story as a trampoline to kind of play around with different ideas? So one of the things I would suggest to you is that you write out whatever your problem is. Okay. Yes, I really mean write it out because your brain processes things through your lips and your fingertips. So unless you, if you don't have a coach like me to talk to about this kind of stuff, you need to write it out because it'll get, get it out of your brain and you'll be able to process it. I want you to go through all four parts of your story. Okay. So, so write out the whole situation, write out, you know, what does that mean to you? Write out what do you think should happen in this situation? Okay. Um, be honest, brutal if you need to be. Listen, nobody else is going to read this. So if you've got, you know, those pent up emotions about somebody, just write it down. Okay. And I would highly suggest that you include your emotions about the whole thing. So for example, if you're angry or overwhelmed or fearful about any of that, write that down. Okay. Now, the first time you're really probably going to focus on your own point of view. Okay. So this is what I think about this situation. Challenge yourself though, that as you go through, you want to think about it from another person's, uh, situation or point of view. So you might want to do this. Let's say you have an interaction with your significant other, write it out, go through those four parts, and then just switch it a little bit and say, you know what? What about from his or her point of view? You know, how might they look at this situation? Okay. 
Now, the thing that you're trying to do here too, uh, this is a really cool thing if you, you, you wanna try this practice. Say, okay, here's a situation, and if I had to come up with 10 different ways of looking at the situation. So I love the example of the, the some seemingly homeless guy sitting on the bench in the park. Uh, you know, if you ask 100 people, what do you think about this guy? You're going to get everything from, you know, he, he, he's, you know, his whole life is torn apart. He needs help to, oh my gosh, he looks relatively peaceful. And maybe he's choosing that part of his life, right? And everything in between. You can do that for your situation too. What are the, all of the various ways of looking at the situation? And then you, you practice with that interpretation. What do all of these points of view mean to you? And then ask yourself, you know, the judgment part is, you know, what can I do? And then asking yourself, what do I want to do? So for example, let's say you come up with 10 different ways of looking at this thing and you see some of these ways are really good. Some of them not so good. Some of them, you know, so, so now you get to determine which one of those ways do you want to look at the situation. Okay. So do you see how playing with this story of yours might help you decrease your stress and increase your peace? Yeah, because it, it takes the power out of the situation or the other person or even, you know, your judgment and it really places it in, what do you want? It gives you choice. It gives you control. It gives you freedom. Okay. So your story, not the other person is really getting in your way. So once you realize uh, what your story is, what do you want it to be? Now, all of a sudden you start to take back your power a little bit. Okay. So this is something that you, you know, first of all, I want you to practice what I just told you. Okay. Practice it a few times because I know some of you are just going to reach out and say, yeah, Michelle, I want help with this. Okay. I'm going to ask you then if you, if you want help, I'm going to ask you how many times have you tried this, this, um, process, if you will. Okay. I want you to try it at least three times and then come back to me and say, okay, now I want help. And the reason why is if you try it three times, you'll know exactly what you need help with. Maybe you don't need help with the whole process. Maybe you just need help with a couple things. Okay. I would be more than glad to talk with you about this. Make sure that you're on the right track. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.